Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. I see some new faces. Good to see everybody. I know this is our 101st show because last week we did 100th. If you didn't get a chance to see it, you have to watch. It was a really fun night. So tonight we have some, another good topic. This is really a topic that we could discuss. Last week was really games, but thank you for joining. We're here with another session of Open Diner. And our topic today is avoiding toxicity in relationships. Let me tell you some statistics. Did you know that in the United States, about 50% of married couples will divorce? The sixth highest divorce rate in the world is in America. The number of people who are single has almost more than doubled what it was 50 years ago. And most of those who are in those relationships have some level of dysfunction between them. At least 80% of all relationships have toxic element where one or the other does not receive what he or she wants. There's a lack of balance. Partners do not know how to make each other happy. And we see this in relationships, people that we know, maybe even we're in those. We absorb countless unrealistic examples and expectations from the media and Hollywood, the TV, anything you see on social media, media. We can't live up to those examples. What happens? We get disappointed. And after a while, we simply stop looking for fulfilling for a fulfilling relationship and turn to a fulfillment elsewhere. But we have to ask ourselves, selves, is it really possible to receive true fulfillment alone? People are not meant to go through life alone. Our romantic relationships are at the center of all our other connections. A vast majority of our needs can be met only through interaction with others and some form of connection with someone else. As social creatures, which we are, we depend on others to be happy. We want to try to address this and give you the tools needed to better and understand your partner or potential partner if nobody's in a relationship there right now and to steer away from toxicity and develop love that grows over time. So this is our topic tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a cameras on event. So if you could kindly turn on your cameras, if you don't have them on, I see Sulin's here and maybe Barry could turn on the cameras. Um, we find it helps to connect to each other. And it gives you an opportunity to fully benefit this event. And some activities that we're actually doing tonight require being able to see each other. And due to the large number of participants that are here, actually, we want to give those that have their cameras on first priority. So try to turn on your cameras. It would be great. Thank you, Hector. Uh, if you're joining us on Facebook and YouTube, hello. Welcome. And please tell us your name, where you're from. Participate. Answer the questions in the comments. We'll try to read them during the show. Our great host here, Linda, will be taking care of uh, Facebook and I think uh, YouTube also. Uh, my name is Roberta. I'm from Long Island, New York. I'm one of the hosts. Uh, and yeah, I know Carl. I'm Carl. I'm from Florida. I'm another one of the hosts. And if you're here for the first time, introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from. Well, my name is Anne Pier. Uh, I'm for the first time here, and I'm from the Netherlands. Hi, all. Anyone else? I, I see some new faces. Yeah, I'll, My name's uh, Candice, and I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hi, Candice. Hector? Uh, my name is Hector, and I'm from Canada as well. Nice, very nice, very nice to see you here. Thank, Thank you. you. So just a reminder, we meet every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. 
you can RSVP for our events on Facebook and Meetup. And as Roberta was saying, our disillusionment from relationships, it comes as a result of our environment, the media, of course, and also how we build our life. Today, we're finally understanding that we cannot get fulfillment from materialistic pleasures alone. Divorce rates are rising, and it's rare for people to stay together for many decades. So we feel that something is missing, and that's because nature is pushing us towards a deeper and more soulful connection. This is where we're going now, to a soulful connection where two people can create something together, and it's above our regular corporeal life. It's a higher connection. So imagine two people connected, not only through their bodies, not even through their kids, but feeling a new spiritual flowing feeling between them, where they feel as one. And Kabbalists, they explain this as reaching the state, reaching this state, it's an essential part of our evolution, meaning we, we have to go through this, which means that we are destined to reach it. And all the obstacles and suffering are pushing us to reach it sooner rather than later. So tonight we'll talk about how to reach this in this session of the Open Diner. Of course, with anything in life, just knowing the rules is not enough. It is up to each individual person to apply what you learn here in your life. And as we know, everything is easier when we do it together. So as usual, we're here to provide a supportive environment to help each other apply these rules of love in our lives. And it doesn't matter if you're in a romantic relationship currently, or you're still looking for that special someone, start applying all these rules and relationships, and it will prepare you for a better partner to that special person. And it might even draw the right person in your life. So... Tonight, we are uh, trying to create a supportive environment here where we're connecting above all our differences. And during the discussions, we stay on topic and um, no criticism and please avoid politics. Remember to mute your microphone when you're not speaking. That minimizes the background noise. And if you can turn your cameras on, please, everybody, if you can, please turn your cameras on. It will allow you to fully benefit from this event. Please remember to keep your answers brief so that everyone gets a chance to speak. So again, if you're joining on Facebook or YouTube, please participate, answer the questions in the comments, and we'll be together during this event, all of us. During the icebreaker, everyone can participate. Once we get to the round discussion, the priority will be given to the people who have their cameras on. So Roberta's going to take us away with an icebreaker. Roberta? Okay, thank you, Carl. You know, I'm laughing uh, to myself. I see Ernie here. He's new, and uh, he's in a, a kitchen, and this is an open diner, so be free to have a drink, have something to eat. This is great. Hey, Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> you great. So we're gonna... <laughs> Hello. Uh, we're going to do an ice. We're going to get to learn to know each other. And a great way to do this is an icebreaker, which means we, it'll help to get us know each other. We'll connect with each other. The more we connect, the smoother and more beneficial this event will be. So the game we're going to play is the I am game. 
The first participant starts by saying, and I'll be the example, let's say I'm Roberta from uh, New York and I'm an aunt, for example. And if anybody else here, any of you, any of the participant identifies with, let's say, being an aunt, unmute yourself, say, I'm an aunt and uh, speak immediately. Say, I'm an aunt and I'm also, let's say, a foodie. And if somebody else identifies with being a foodie, they then speak up and then they continue and you see how this is going to go. We'll get it as we go. Uh, if no one identifies with being, let's say, a foodie, the second participant then says something else about themselves until we find a commonality between us. So I know Carl said before, no politics. Don't say I'm a Democrat and a Republican, socialist, all that. Leave that out. We're just going to have fun tonight. And uh, I'll start and we'll see where this goes. So I am an aunt, but I'm not going to say that. I'm Roberta from New York, and I enjoy painting, like artist painting. Now, if that resonates with anybody, say. I love painting. Sorry, <laughs> Susie. Um, I, I love painting. Actually, I love most forms of art. I took like a bunch of art classes throughout high school and uh, college. And I also love writing. I'm Nina. Where are you from, Nina? Uh, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, but right now I'm in Austin, Texas. Nice. So you like writing, okay? Anybody resonate with writing? Yes, I'm Willie Starks from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I like writing also. And I do uh, a lot of writing for things that, that I research on, looking for answers. And I write up uh, articles for myself. Uh, nothing published, but I like writing for myself. But uh, also, I love to play uh, chess. I'm a fanatic chess player. I don't know if anyone identifies with that. Well, my name is Rob. I'm from Wales in the United Kingdom. I wouldn't say I was a chess fanatic, though I do enjoy uh, a game of chess. Um, and I think Nina said writing, not writing. So I'm going to say that I do enjoy reading. Oh, and I'm from, yeah, I said Wales from the United Kingdom. Oh, carry on, guys. <laughs> so writing. Okay. Reading? You said reading? I think it's reading. reading. I actually like, I like reading too. Um, the only problem is it makes me fall asleep. Um, I, I do enjoy the five minutes that I get out of it. Um, if anybody resonates with the reading or the uh, sleeping, then you're all good. I'm Dan from Ontario, Canada. Yeah, I, I can relate totally to the reading before sleeping. If I read something before I sleep, I fall very good to sleep. But actually, I'm more the opposite from a reader. I'm a like doer. I'm really like into sports, and uh, specifically like to windsurf. We have here in the Netherlands a lot of water and a lot of wind, so I'm a lot of time on the water windsurfing. Uh, my name is Anna Pier, and I'm from the Netherlands. Oh, my name is Hector and I love sports as well. I am usually playing uh, softball in the summer, golf, bowling, tennis, anything that comes across. What else do you like? I like dancing. Say, what is it? Dancing. dancing I'm okay. originally from South America, Venezuela, so I got rhythm in my blood. <laughs> Wow, my wife's from uh, Colombia, 
And um, I didn't really like dancing before I met her. <laughs> I, I love dancing now. We dance a lot together. And um, also, I, I love to go uh, mountain bike riding. Hi, can I go? Yeah, sure, anybody can go. If, you if it resonates with you, please, yes. Sorry, I, you know, I thought I understood computers these days, but I don't. I couldn't get in. I was trying to get in on the on my computer and I couldn't figure it out. And I finally get in here and I still really don't know how Zoom works, so I apologize. <laughs> yeah, my name is Nancy and I'm in a Chicago suburb. And I love to write. I love, and I love to read too. And um, I guess I'm, uh, I don't know which one said it, but someone said they like to research a lot on the computer and find out about things. And that's me too. I do that all. I drive everybody crazy doing that. Every time someone brings something up, oh, let me check. And they, I'll get mad, but <laughs> they, they put Tell us something else unique about yourself. Unique? That maybe somebody else could match with. We're trying to find commonality. She said researching. Right, writing research. and research. I love to research everything, anything. Okay, good. I was uh, gonna. Are you finished, Nancy? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. Um, I'm supposed I'm to say I have a, a very big interest in, in the paranormal and ghosts. Ghost. I'm like I'm in like all the true ghost, ghost stories these days. Okay. Well, well I know I Susie has a ghost, ghost over there because you have that feedback. Exactly. Oh, what? It's maybe the paranormal. Uh, well, <laughs> I was gonna, uh, I, I was, let's see, paranormal. I was gonna go off of her research thing, but I research a lot of paranormal also. <laughs> I am one heavy duty researcher. If anybody sends me anything, I, I get on YouTube, I read, I study, I have to know. I, I just really, uh, I, I, love, I love to know. I love knowledge and I think knowledge is power. And I'm Susie from uh, Arizona at the present time. And let's see. Uh, well, you guys know this. Oh, kitty, my kitty, <laughs> kitty just bit me. Um, um, uh, I'm a musician. I love to play music. You guys know that. And so that's my, anybody relate to that? We have time for one more. Where's the musician here? Listen to music, possibly. Well, I'm I'm learning to play an instrument, so um, I'm I'm learning to play the ukulele. Okay, that's great. Well, that's I was going to say, did a cat or a dog bite you? But you, um, went, with, you went with the music. Very good. All <laughs> right. Well, I wish we had more time for this, everybody. Uh, I think we're out of time right now. We have a lot going on tonight. We've got much more to see. We're actually going to watch a video now. And then afterwards, we're going to do a roundtable discussion about it. So let's watch it and enjoy. Thanks for participating. Oh, and I wanted to say one more thing. What did we learn out of this? We see that even though we're from all over the world, there's friends from everywhere here, uh, we have something in common. We could always find something in common between us. So we're all not that different. So now we're going to watch the video. And then we're going to have a roundtable discussion after. So let's watch. It's likely that as many as 80% of all relationships have some toxic component to them where needs and wants are not being met in a balanced way. One person may be oversubmitting to the other while their partner is overly demanding. The relationship lacks a balance where both partners know how to fulfill each other. 
with all kinds of unrealistic examples we take from the media, from Hollywood. People come into relationships with expectations that all of their emotional needs would be met only to get disappointed. The result is a culture of people who stop looking for that fulfilling relationship altogether and instead turn for fulfillment elsewhere. I get it. People want to feel like they can independently experience that fullness and wholeness. But is it really possible? We want to think it is. But when you look at it, the way life is organized, you see that fulfillment for practically every need we have comes to us from the outside. We need plants and animals for food. We need a partner for procreation. And we need other people to see us, acknowledge us, and communicate with us that we can feel alive. All of our needs can only be met in some sort of connection with someone else. Ultimately, Kabbalists explain that we depend on others for our happiness. The reason that we've become so disillusioned with our relationship as a source of our happiness is that to begin with, our life is built in such a way that we simply cannot be truly fulfilled on the material level alone. You can see it in the declining rate of marriage and the rising rate of divorce and even if our relationships are good, it's becoming more and more rare for people to stay together for two or three decades like people did when the human lifespan was shorter. Over time, we always end up feeling that something is missing. And that's because nature is pushing us towards a deeper level of connection. A soulful connection where two people create something together that is above our regular corporeal life. A higher connection. So what does this actually look like? Imagine two people connecting, not just with their bodies, going out, enjoying corporeal pleasures together, not even so that they can have kids, but in order to feel a new life flowing between them, a spiritual life, where they begin to feel as one. Kabbalists say this is not only possible, but an essential part of our evolution. Earlier in the course, we mentioned the term a man, a woman, and divinity between them. This divinity is that special internal connection where both partners learn how to supply each other with eternal spiritual fulfillment. It's a common field that exists above our corporeal life. The network, that shared space, remember? Through this shared space, we learn how to connect and truly complete each other. You can think of it as a shared account that can be infinitely full and from which both of us can withdraw pleasure, strength, and vitality. This is a connection we share so deeply, so internally, that we each lose our sense of self and gain the feeling of the other, where we can both connect to a third reality that Kabbalists call divinity, or the Creator, the upper force of love who resides between us as we disappear within Him. Think about it. All those concessions we talked about, that's what helps us create that higher connection. This connection is also called our soul. So it turns out that our soul is shared. You have half a soul and your partner has the other. You complete each other spiritually. It may come as a surprise, but our soul is really discovered between us, together with another person as we rise above the conflicts and frictions of our ego to complete each other more and more. It's a fulfillment that one cannot experience without the other. It gives the relationship a totally new meaning, a shared higher purpose that is above the level of this life.
This is the correct kind of connection a man and woman are meant to have, something that definitely won't pass when those hormones have died down. This is what we need to achieve in order to experience the state of love and connection that lasts and lasts. Right now, our societies are still in a transition phase. We're still trying to make our corporeal relationships fulfill us, but eventually, we'll have to educate ourselves to find that higher spiritual goal in our relationships. Only that will allow us to experience the fulfillment that we yearn for in the spiritual life of tomorrow. Let's review what we've learned. The reason that so many relationships are failing is that we can never fully feel satisfied on the corporeal level alone. We learn that we do need others in order to be happy, but can only achieve that if we create a truly spiritual relationship where our concessions allow us to discover a higher connection, a shared space that becomes our mutual spiritual goal. In the next lesson, we'll talk about some practical tips for keeping the flame of your relationship alive over time. Great video. She has a series. I, I think maybe at the end or sometime we can put it in there if people want to see her series. We just added it, actually. I'm sorry? We just added it. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it's in the chat. So um, we're going to go to our round discussion now. We have uh, two questions that we're just going to discuss, and it's going to kind of be like the, the icebreaker. We're going to uh, find the commonality. We're going to listen from e to each other. We're going to learn from each other. And uh, we have some, some etiquette rules that we go over first. We're here to, to create a warm environment where everyone is included, everyone is equal, and we listen to each other and we add to each other. No one's, it's, it's like the round table. No one is uh, greater than the other one. We're all equal. And we go around the table and we speak briefly and on topic. That's so everybody gets a chance to speak. Um, and I already mentioned that we listen to each other and there's no right or wrong answers. And like was in the video, the truth is in the center of our connection. So I know she said a, a part about we complete each other. And that's, that's what we're going to do here in this, in this round discussion. So let's have fun. And um, I'm going to start with the first question here. And we're, we're going to do it kind of like, a, kind of like the icebreaker. So if, if you feel that something that somebody else said uh, stirs something inside of you and you have something to say about it, just pipe up and speak. And remember to mute yourself when you're done. And if, if you like to take part in this, it's good to have your camera on, please. Okay, so the first question is, what causes toxicity in relationships? We heard that 80% of relationships have a toxic element, which means that one or both partners start harming the relationship and or the other person. So let's identify the problem first. What are some possible reasons that relationships become toxic? And maybe we can find a commonality between them. So what causes toxicity in relationships? Anyone? Yeah, I think that um, selfishness is a, a great contributor to the toxicity 
uh, when we first meet, um, we feel that the other person will make us happy. So that's a gain for us. But as time goes on and the novelty wears off, uh, we start seeing the negativity or the perceived negativity in uh, the others because we're all different. So you're not doing it quite the way I like anymore. So um, that causes a lot of toxicity. You know, that brings in um, people trying to control other people, not allowing the person to, to grow. Uh, that caused a lot of problems in the relationships. Um, that's what I wanted to add. Yeah, I can relate to that. Uh, that, the, that the me in, inside me uh, wants to control the other. And actually, it makes me more important than the other. And it makes uh, an imbalance in the relation. So the, the greater good between us is not uh, appreciated or achieved. And that, that makes us both go down, actually. Go ahead, yeah. Helen. You, anybody, you, you don't have to wait or you don't even have to raise your hand. You can just go ahead and speak. Go ahead, Helen. I see you have your hand up. Um, thank you. I was going to say not listening to um, someone else, not listening um, to who they are and their actual needs and who they are as a person, but rather just make them to be what you imagine them to be. Yeah, that's a really great point. I I want to continue that and, and the listening only in order to respond in the conversation, not really listening to what the other person is saying in order to understand them and their perspective and where they're coming from, but in order to like clash with them to argue your point. I think that's a big problem. Yeah, I, I, I'll add on to that. Like, it's about our, our goals and relationships, right? Or, or just as basically what Nina said, you know, we're, we're listening so we can attack back and dominate and all that kind of stuff at various degrees. Ernie? Oh, okay. Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me okay? Um, well, you know, well, let me sit down. Come on, Lobson. My dog's out here helping me build a hot dog truck. But I thought it was kind of an interesting question. What causes relationship or relationship problems? Um, what I what I can say about it is um, the definition of a delusion means they have a false belief. If you believe something that's not real then you're delusional. Um, there is no form of psychiatric medicine that can treat delusions because when a person is delusional, they're very real to that person. Now, if one person in a relationship has an idea and another person um, has a different idea and they, the two ideas do not meet or you know, go together, you'll always have conflict with those types of people. There's nothing you can do. There are some people such as um, people whose personalities are disordered. That's 
you know, the de by definition, that's um, a term for the mentally ill. If you have, nar if you're narcissistic, antisocial, bipolar, Machiavellianism, that sort of thing, there's nothing you can do to be in a relationship to see eye to eye with that person because all of those personalities are disordered and they're very troubled as personality. Those are what they, what is known as high conflict personalities. There's nothing you can do to cooperate with them. And the only thing that will happen by being in a relationship with somebody like that is they will hurt you. Um, <laughs> the thing is, as you see, it should not be the goal of everybody to be close to everybody because um, closer to a person you see their problems come out that's why you have to understand boundaries and getting to know a person slowly often they see something as well what are the ways you can instantly tell well, you can't. The only way to get to know a person is having good intimacy skills and communication skills over the long term to actually know who that person is. A lot of times people who are disordered in their personalities put on a mask and you can't tell right away. That's where the areas of charm come in. Ernie? You know, that sort of thing. I'm sorry, I, is there can something? Can I cut in for one second? Ernie? Can I cut in for one second? We have a lot of people here, and what you have to say sure, is really sure, important. Can we move on? Give a chance to others, please. Thank you. I'll second what Ernie uh, said in that um, when disease comes in, it's real difficult. I'm, um, I'm for the last four months, I've been single uh, with the relationship that I've been in for 30 years but I could no longer take care of him and his bipolar. He, uh, and then he started getting dementia. And for the last three years, I just kept saying, I can't do this. I mean, I'm, I'm, he's been gone. His son came to get him, but there's a, there's a point that there's nothing you can do. You can do everything to get your heart right and to understand and to be with that person and understand. But if there is disease and if there's, uh, and I think too, uh, relationships are surface. Everything in relationships is surfacing right now, so that we can get it right. So yeah, this I I could maybe be president of this club. <laughs> I love it. I have um, an opposite view in a sense. Well, I can understand what you mean about the about mental health because I have several issues of my own. But my biggest thing, and maybe it's because of that, I don't know. But my biggest thing is I'm dishonest in the sense that I want to please. I want to please everyone. So I, I agree when I shouldn't agree. And then that's not really right because that gives them the wrong impression and it isn't their fault. And yet I find it really, really hard to say anything. And then when I do say something, I feel like I said it wrong or I was mean or I was, uh, did it in the wrong way and I hurt someone's feelings. It, it's just that's a big battle for me. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, everyone. We're going to move on to the second question. But uh, first, um, Linda, was there anything from Facebook? Uh, not Facebook, but from YouTube. Okay. We got one that says lack of empathy. Nice. That's Yvette. Thank you, Yvette. 
Okay, so from this round, um, all the reasons listed, everything that everyone spoke about had to do with selfishness, ego, being concerned with my own interests rather than the partner's benefit. And this is what, these are things that cause the toxicity in relationships. So um, we're gonna move to our second question. Um, second question is, how can I build a deep, healthy, soulful connection with my partner or potential partner? In the video, she spoke about two people creating something together that is above our regular corporeal life, a higher connection. If you want to mention something that impressed you from the video, go ahead. That's great. If you want to add something of your own, that's great too. Again, the question, how can I build a deep, healthy, soulful connection with my partner or potential partner? And we're going to go around the same way. If something, if you feel you've got something to say, please say it. Go right ahead. I can add, I can start actually, and maybe somebody can add on to me. Uh, a healthy relationship, what I heard from everybody that just spoke, and, and from the video, it comes down to building something together. And that, that thing that's built between the, the two people is really that love. And uh, to build it in a partner, especially a potential partner, hopefully is communication is most important. What do I want? What do I don't want? And what does the person want? And when you start speaking and you, you build something together, if you hold it in, uh, builds resentment, and then things get into problems then. So really good communication. And if you can't speak to somebody, it wasn't meant to be in the first place. If you can't have communication, it's never going to work. They're never going to change. So to really start that off in the beginning, and even if you're in a relationship now, you could at least try to start that. Say how you feel. What's the worst thing that happened? They leave, more people out there. 50% of people are divorced already. So there's more people. But anyways, so please continue. I was going to answer that. Um that we need to make concessions for each other. Um, and because, you know, the other person, they're always going to do what they want to do. So if we can just sit back and allow that to happen, you know, don't, don't be so uh, like, you have to have it your way, you know, make those concessions and it, it works. Trust me. I, from, from experience, I know. And um, I just wanted to mention one more thing. Please be brief, everyone, because we have a lot of people here and we want to hear from everybody. Thank you. Uh, I was wondering if I could go next because I'd like to make a comment on what the gentleman just said, what you just said. And that is, when do you know? My problem is, when do you know if you're saying the right thing about, like, I need this versus I should compromise and say, no, I should go without that because they need that. That's the hardest part for me. I just never, I can never figure that out. I can go next. Uh, maybe this will address Nancy's point. I don't know if I'm, uh, if this is correct, but I think compromise is always a good thing. Um, another thing is sacrifice. That, that's a completely other thing when you're constantly completely sacrificing yourself for the other person but meeting somewhere in the middle is always necessary because you're always you're, you're two different people with two different perspectives with different tastes likes uh whatever 
And if you just get stuck on what I need, what I want, and, and that's it, I'm not moving from here, that's always going to be an, an issue, I think. So um, I think it's always important to meet in the middle and compromise. I think, um, I think your goals have to match. Um, the lady on the video talked about some fairly high goals. You know, if that's what you're after, you better make sure that the other person's after that as well. That's like, you know, pretty important. I also think to add to what's being said is try to develop an understanding of the other person of where they are coming from. Uh, not looking at it from your own point of view, but try to look at it from their point of view, why they are saying what they're saying why they're feeling the way they're feeling, why they want the things that they want. And that will help develop a better understanding between the two. Also, don't uh, look at the other person or talk at the other person as if they're lower than you. They don't know as much as you. They're stupid, they're dumb, whatever. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, initially, we, most of us spoke about selfishness in the relationship. And now it's coming forward that the opposite of selfishness is the way to build a healthy, healthy relationship. And in the video, I think the lady spoke about a higher force. I think she called it divinity. So maybe we should search for that, um, that higher force, call it God, divinity, whatever you like. But um, I think that would be the connector um, in the relationship to build that healthy relationship. Yeah, I, I can relate to that and add to that. I think I think we should keep each other alive to what is our goal, why we are together. And if we truly want to reach this uh, soulful connection, this is something we should aim for, and we should realize that we could we go yeah we could. Uh, you know, a touch the tip of life and we say, well, we have a great connection, but we never felt a separation. How could we then know what is connection? So we should also be aware that through the separation we feel between us, we actually have this opportunity to come to more connection. This is something we should talk about in our relation and we should always aim ourselves to the goal, what we want to accomplish in our relation. We have a couple minutes left. Um, maybe we could hear from the, the people we haven't heard from. Maybe uh, Candace, Hector, Paula. Yeah, I think um, Paula from New York. Hi. I think maybe uh, it would be good to check in with your partner maybe once a week or so to see if there's anything that maybe come up during that time that upset you or uh, anything like that uh, to sort of quell any resentment that might come up uh, or any bad feelings and uh, sort of as a maintenance uh, to the relationship. I like that, uh, Paula. Um, uh, I used to teach sacred relationship and um, it, uh, we used to call it renegotiation clauses, like every month or so or, or every week you meet and say, How's, how we set these is what, what we like, and I like what Dan said about great goals. If you you've got to have the, you've got to have goals that match, or you're going to have 
you know, an imbalance in your relationship. You know, you have to allow each person to grow uh, and also see if you can find a, a, a way to take interest in what the other person is interested in. Uh, that would also develop a closer relationship, a social relationship. Maybe it's all about communication, you know, like serious communication. I mean, I think it might be easy to just talk about everyday shallow things or, you know, regular things without maybe staying in touch on a deeper level by communicating more on a deeper level, more regularly. Just, it's just a thought. Thank you, Nancy. Er Ernie, go ahead, Ernie. Is it? Oh, okay. Can you? Okay. Okay. I'll make it quick. Can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. 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 See, the thing is, is when a couple or a married couple or even a boyfriend and girlfriend get together, it's actually very common, you know, with most normal people that you want to be close to the person. And so everybody has the same type of goals to spend time, to be caring, to, you know, be sensitive to the needs of the others, that they believe that that is what's going to make a relationship great. And in some ways it does. But what they don't realize is that there's also the problem of enmeshment, where if you get too close to the person and you have no other outside life, you risk enmeshments where the two people's personalities kind of combine. And then that's where you get into all the other types of conflicts of disagreements, anger, things like that. So to alleviate some of that, what a lot of times couples fail to remember is that you have to have other friends where you can go out and have your fun time with your friends and she can go out and have her fun time with friends to give each other enough space. That way, when you come back to your environment where the two of you are together, then you're happy to see one another. And you've also got something interesting to talk about that results in mutual interest between the couple. Because if you don't have other friends and you have no other activities, then relationship in some ways will trained or even destined to fail because of enmeshment. So you have to have your space from that person and but also have the realization and understanding that your space from the person is necessary to be close to them. Otherwise, you're going to get enmeshed, and then that's when you get into the realm of chaos and anger and disagreements that don't make sense. That's all I was going to say. So anyway. go ahead. All right. Very nice. And then we have a Facebook comment. Linda? Yeah, YouTube. Um, it's Yvette again saying, honest communication, building trust, and willingness to be vulnerable with each other. Good ideas. Very nice. Thank you. Okay. Um, now I think Roberta's gonna bring us into something really fun right now. We need some fun right now. I heard vulnerable. Really and vulnerable? We're gonna have some fun. We do something every week. It's called the Open Diner Share Dance. So it's traditional. We do whatever. It's a lot of fun. Don't knock it till you try it. The way it works is kind of like follow the leader, meaning that we're going to play some music and then have some fun to it. And one person at a time is going to be displayed on the screen. When you come up on the screen, do a dance move. 
could be anything. Something with your arms is okay. And everyone's going to copy your move. When others are displayed on the screen, you follow their move. When it's your turn, a text box actually comes up on the screen. It's just telling you that you're being spotlighted. Ignore it. Don't read it. Otherwise, you're going to miss your turn. So let's get loose. Let's have some fun. We had a great conversation so far. So let's all connect. Let's communicate with dance. So let's lift our spirits here. This will be fun. Let's try it, all right? Let's do this. Face after face, race after race, from one cage to another. Mask after mask, task after task, lost in the sands. Through you there's a cry, through you there's a light, a place to be discovered. Through you there's a way, together we pray to rise. To see the face of love through your eyes. Together as one, and now we rise, and every word and echo from the skies, breaking the walls, hearts unite. Open doors Together we hear The fire it burns A chance to feel alive A song from the heart Singing that love will cover our crime To see the face of love Through your eyes Together as one And now we rise And every word and Breaking the walls, hearts Now, now we can start the show. You ready, everybody? Ten more <laughs> questions? No, Carl? <laughs> I'll hand it back over to Carl. Good job, everybody. Thank you for participating. That was great. I, I wish we would have seen everybody. Was everybody dancing? I didn't see everybody. Anyway. Okay. Um, now we're going to send a wish to another participant. This is this 
exercise that we're going to do. We all shared our feelings and our views about relationships today. We all listened to each other and shared a wonderful connection. Let's use all that we give a let's let's use all that to give a heartfelt wish to another participant pertaining to love and relationships. Then that participant gives a wish to someone else and so on. So um, I don't know, maybe, maybe um, what, what can we do so we know who went? Can we put our hand up our... like this? We could do this or this. Yeah, all right. Down. Everybody, everybody hold their finger up. And, and then when you're done, done giving your wish, you put, you put it down. So I'll start. I want to give a wish to Helen. Helen, I, I wish for you that whatever relationship you run across, whoever you run across and you want to build a relationship with them, that it will work out perfectly. And you'll remember what you learned on Open Diner tonight. Thank you, Carl. Um, okay, um, to Elisa, um, I, I wish you uh, a good week. Uh, and a good Easter uh, too, to enjoy with uh, loved ones and lots of happiness. Thank you so much. It's so sweet of you. Uh, beautiful. Thank you. And I, um, I want to make a wish to Hector. And Hector, you have so many things that you enjoy doing and I hope you will have, or maybe you already have a partner. So uh, my wish to you uh, with the, in your relationship to start every day new, every day fresh from the very beginning when you are just met and you fell in love and that's your day unfolds. And that's every day starts from this note. Thank you so much, that was amazing. Um, my wish is for Candice. Um, I wish that you are filled with love and patience and understanding uh, for your partner and that you may en endure whatever obstacles come across and overcome them. I think uh, Candace disconnected, no? Yeah, I think okay. she did. I think she really enjoyed that wish. Thanks, Hector. <laughs> um, so let's, let's go. I'll give a wish to Linda. Linda, I wish for you all the happiness in every relationship. Everybody you come across, you make them happy and they make you happy. Thank you, Carl. I don't, I don't bother with people who uh, are negative. I only deal with positive people. So they're happy and I'm happy. Uh, I'll make a wish to um, Roberta. Roberta, I wish you sunshine, flowers, warmth, and love. So Florida. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. 
I take that to heart. I'd like to wish Ernie, I have to say, uh, this is the first time you've been here, I believe, and you really spoke from your heart, and uh, you have a lot of wisdom, and I hope whatever relationship you're in, or wish you were in, or strive to have one day, may be everything you dream of, all the things you said, may everything just melt together, and it would be that perfect relationship. I wish you the best. Thank you for sharing your heart tonight. Oh, well, well, thank you, Roberta. I'm flattered. That's very, very sweet of you. Um, uh, I guess if I were to wish you something, um, I mean, I don't really know what to wish upon a person that I don't know very well, but you know, you ever hear that? Um, you can know what, Ernie, wait, I know you're going to say something else. absolutely beautiful. I hope that oh, all no, I was going to say, wait, I know you Wait, I know you're going to say something actually beautiful. And what you do is pick somebody here that doesn't have their finger up. I mean, that has their finger up and wish them something that we they spoke about this evening. I could listen oh. to you all night, believe me, but oh. I only get one wish. So pick another oh. friend here. <laughs> oh, OK. How about um, Carl? You have your you have your uh, your your finger up, Carl. OK, I um, Carl, I I. I recognize the time and the energy that it takes to organize an event. I wish that all your dreams would come true for connecting with people, that you um, can be close to people that make you happy, that support you in your endeavors, that have a, a nice outlook on life that will respect you and, and be good to you like you are good to other people and you know like what i was gonna say to the lady i'll say to you too like that walt disney um song when you wish upon a star i hope all your dreams come true carl wow <laughs> thank you so much ernie it was a beautiful heart thank you okay. um i'm gonna wish susie susie i wish that you're your music, I don't know if it's a career or whatever, but I, I wish that your music, I've heard you play and it's from the heart and it's beautiful music. I wish that your music gets out there and a lot of people can hear it. Well, and, and, and it helps with your relationships. Yeah, well, my relationships are very few right now. My puppy and my kitty and me, and that's about it. And you guys. <laughs> But uh, thank you, Carl. That's beautiful. And my music, it, it is spreading. Uh, Gary helped me so much. And I'm playing for four things this week. So they, it is, it's getting out. So I'm really getting, I'm really having fun. So thank you. And, uh, and oh, I wanted to say this too. I, when I played last week or whenever it was, I, I should have probably told you guys to do some ballerina moves because you, they were showing pictures on and it wasn't a very wasn't a very snappy tune so it was but slow and meaningful so i should have said do ballerina moves <laughs> okay i want to wish rob is rob's finger still up yes i don't think it's any higher <laughs> <laughs> i can't okay uh i i would like to wish rob um fulfillment in all of his relationships and everything that he's working on and and Rob, I, I just want to thank you. You really add a lot to this group. There's a beautiful energy that you have. So I just bless you with fulfillment in everything that you're doing. Thank you, Susie. Um, that's very sweet. 
I wish that someone had chosen me earlier because my arm is killing me. Um, but besides that, I'd like to wish Anne Pierre. Um, it's really great to have someone else here from the Netherlands, um, even though it seems that Canada is taking over because uh, we've got lots here today from Canada. Canada. So I'd like to wish you, Anne Pierre, lots of joy, happiness, and peace in your life. Thank you, Rob. It's felt. Uh, I like to say wish to Dan. And then I wish for you um, to stand tall and grow and develop in the love uh, with your relations. Um, and that you not only re reveal true love with your relation, but you can also radiate it to your whole environment. Thank you, NPR. It's very nice. Nancy, you can put your finger down now. No problem. I was getting pretty sore myself, so. But you're just, uh, you have a lot of joy in you. Um, so I'll just wish that other people get to uh, get to spend time with you, you know, and you get to spend time with them because you'll bring whatever that joy that you have to them and uh, have a good Easter. If you celebrate or whatnot, have a good week. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your saying that. Thank you. I cannot see people and names, so I don't know whose fingers are still up. I, I'm like so illiterate when it comes to the Zoom that can someone tell me who's left that I can wish something for? Nina. Okay, that sounds good. Nina, um, I don't know you too well, but I think that we always can use a sympathetic ear and some joy, taking joy and gratitude in whatever we can find each day. There's this lady on um, Instagram. Well, she used to be on TV, but her name is Mel Robbins. And she, I was watching her the other day and she said, if you want something, you have to keep it in your mind. So her, or her homework to us was go outside and find hearts, something shaped as a heart, anything, a rock, a sign, anything. And if you do that, then you will constantly think about things from the heart. And I wish for you this week, everything from the heart. And happy Easter if you celebrate. Thank you. I celebrate both now, Easter and Passover, because oh, part of my family go. celebrates Easter. Um, so thank you very much. Paula. <laughs> um, Paula, I know that you have a really beautiful heart. Um, Sometimes it's hard to get to know you because you're uh, not, not so eager to, to open up right away. But I know you have such a big and beautiful heart. And I hope in all of your relationships, uh, people appreciate you for who you are and get to know your beautiful heart. Thank you, Nina, that was beautiful. Uh, it looks like Willie's the only one left, I think. Uh, so Willie, I'm hoping that everybody in your life can see what a beautiful person you are and uh, how joyful you are and uh, that you're able to take any of the wisdom from tonight and apply it to any struggling relationships that you might have. I was muted. Sorry about that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that and receive it. And since everyone has, is there anyone that 
did not Helen, receive one. I think Helen Helen didn't receive yeah. one. Yeah. I was just I was wondering did she, did someone call on her? My wish for you, you know, you, you like when I'm observing, you like to be in the background, you know. <laughs> I, I wish for you to be able to come forward and be bold and let people be able to know you and receive the the knowledge and wisdom that you have within you. That's my wish for you. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, uh, for this opportunity to come together. I really appreciate you all. Thank you. Thank you, Helen. That was beautiful. Roberta. That was beautiful. But again, it's the end of a Thursday night with Open Dinah. So we could ask to please follow us on Facebook, Meetup, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Click like, subscribe. More importantly, share with your friends. Bring people here. This would be fun. more fun even. On YouTube and Facebook, you can watch all our past events. I said last week was a lot of fun, but we have over 100 shows. So we hit all topics. You think of it, we did it. So you can RSVP to all upcoming events on Facebook and Meetup. Carl? Yeah, next Thursday, our topic is going to be how to reignite the spark in a relationship. The uh, invites on Facebook and Meetup, RSVP, follow and subscribe, and you'll be notified about the events. We hope to see you next Thursday. Bring your friends, too, if you think they can benefit from this event. It was a lot of fun tonight. If, you, uh, if you'd like to take Tal's Love and Relationship course that we heard in the video, uh, the link's in the chat. Thank you all for joining and taking part. And uh, please continue to join us every Thursday at 6.30. Spread the word. Bring your friends. Thank Good you. Hugs. Everybody. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye. Everybody so Good much. Big hugs. Big hugs. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Oh, I don't know. I don't understand.